Hello, everyone. Welcome to PBN Style. This is the number one podcast for think-ups, startups, and scale-ups who want to use authentic marketing to grow their business. Now, we are rounding the corner of 2020, and I don't know about you, but I am so looking forward to 2021. God knows I am praying for a much better year. We have been plagued by a plethora of things in 2020, and I just know as we are going to have a much better 2021. In preparation for that, though, I am doing something new. I am going to close out this season of PB and Style. I've never done this before. It's been an ongoing podcast that I just, you know, upload podcast material every single week so you guys can enjoy it. But I've not yet gone through the process of creating actual seasons. And so I am doing that now. This is going to be the final episode of the 2020 season of PB and Style. And what that means, guys, is that from now on, we are going to be sharing and re-highlighting some of the podcasts that we've done throughout the inception of PB and Style. So you are going to get a chance to hear a ton of new podcasts because you haven't heard them before. And then I'll probably be doing some customized editing of some old podcasts so that you can get a new and fresh um, viewpoint in listening to them. So just something to look forward to. But for now, if you have never heard my story and you don't know where all of this came from, I'm going to share that with you in this episode of PB and Style, in this final episode of this season. And I guess what we can say is because I've never closed out a season that our very first season was like, what, six years long or four or five years long, however long I've been doing this podcast. So how funny is that? We've got a year-long, years-long season that we're going to be closing out at the end of 2020. So if hearing my overall story and how this all came about is something that you're interested in. How you approach things in life depends on more than the circumstances being presented to you in any given situation. In my book, Be the Brand, A New and Organic Approach to Personal Branding, and the BTV Business Journal, I'm exposing untapped ideas to developing a personal brand and how to use it to build quality marketing campaigns that take a little effort but resonate with your desired audience and increase engagement and conversions almost immediately. Use the tools I give to decrease the overwhelm, fear, and anxiety that will inevitably come your way. To get your copies, visit my website today, www.andreapatrick.com forward slash books. Welcome to PB and Style, the perfect podcast sandwich where host Andrea Patrick empowers, educates, and encourages you to find your inner influencer and personify their brand. She'll have you tapping into your authentic authority and engaging in a real way. Remember, leadership is a journey, not a destination. Enjoy today's dish. Okay, I'm back. And listen, guys, okay, like I said in the intro, this is the final episode of this season, this 2020 season of PB and Style. And I wanted to give you the 411 on how 
Andrea Patrick Consulting, PB and Style, Be the Brand, Put the BU in Your Business, the number one podcast for think up startups and scale ups, how all of that came to be, where that came from, because I believe it's important for you to really understand the value that developing a personal brand has on your business. And up until this point, I don't know if I have done a solid episode on that. I've had uh, interviews with people and I've asked them what they thought personal branding was. I've had conversations about various elements of the, the personal brand development process, but I don't know that I've ever really and truly given you like my take on personal branding and how um, important developing a personal brand is to your business. Okay, so in doing so, I'm going to give you a few do's and don'ts as it relates to my journey and some of the lessons that I've learned over the years as I've developed my personal brand and become extremely confident in the way I use my personal brand. And so I'm going to share some of those do's and don'ts with you in this podcast as well. And I'm going to talk to you about personal branding. So let me just start off there. Okay. Your personal brand is really how you package yourself up and then share that through a narrative of sorts to your target audience. In essence, that's not the definition that I use. I use, I have def, I have a definition that I use and it's in all of my programs and trainings and all of that. But for this podcast, it really is just the packaging up of you and the way you use that package and share it with the people you are trying to attract. Okay, for all intents and purposes, that's how we're going to use it today. Now, the thing about it is your personal brand is really the foundation of all of your marketing efforts. And I think one of the challenges that I've had as I've grown my business is I know how important it is and I know the value of being very certain about not only who you are, but also how you want your brand to be seen and heard and acknowledged by other people. And I have found it difficult to use the term personal branding with people because really sometimes the only thing they hear is branding. And they think that that is what I mean. They think I mean pictures and logos and website designs and things of that nature. And though I think all of those things are important, I believe that before you ever get to that point, it's very important for you to develop a personal brand. Here's why. Before you can really attract those you want to do business with, you have to think of the entire process of onboarding new clients and finding new clients and making your money as a relationship building activity. And like any relationship, you don't have a relationship if there are not at least two people involved. Okay. Yes, you can have a relationship with yourself, but you're not going to buy from yourself. Okay. So let's just get that out of the way. You need two people to be in a relationship at least. Now, the beauty of developing a personal brand is that your personal brand becomes one of the entities in that relationship. So you have to define that entity, and that is what developing your personal brand is. Just like you hear other marketers talk about developing a customer persona, 
you need to develop a brand persona. And that is, in most instances, if you are a small business and you are starting as a one-person show, if you are starting with selling this one thing that came out of an epiphany of your own, you have got to develop an, a brand identity. Even if you are a huge company, huge companies have a brand identity. Think about Nike. Nike is its own thing. You don't think about the executives at Nike. You don't think about the salespeople that work at the stores that sell Nike. Nike is its own entity and it has characteristics. It has flaws. It has um, all these things that make up an entity. Now, your brand needs to have an entity of its own. And the reason personal branding is so important is because that entity has to start somewhere. And that somewhere is with you. If it's your business, that starts with you. I don't care if you have a thousand employees, if you have 10,000 employees, if you're the person who started that business, the culture of that business, the identity of that business comes from the person who starts it. Now, yes, obviously, as a company gets larger, you have boards of directors and you have CEOs and you have all these people, but the overall culture, the overall image of that business stays pretty constant because people want to have that brand recognition. They want people to trust that particular brand. And so that is what developing a personal brand does for your business because all things stem from that epiphany you had, that reason, that solution you provided and the journey it took you to get to that solution. That all comes from you. Okay, so developing a personal brand is extremely important to the foundation of your business. It is totally possible to build a business without a personal brand. However, I have seen it countless times. Those who do that are building their business on a house of cards. And at any moment, if a card is not put in its proper place, the entire thing comes tumbling down. Now, your personal brand is made up of various elements, okay? So there, it's made up of a heritage. I call it your brand heritage. It's made up of a brand message, and it's made up of a brand legacy. You've heard me talk about this countless times on this podcast, in my courses, in my content. Your brand heritage is Understanding your true why. Yes, there is a ton more involved in it. I've got an entire program on it, a couple actually, um, BeFluence and the Marketing Matrix Academy, which you probably have already heard about by the time this podcast comes out. So your brand heritage is the true why behind everything. And it's what is going to bring you back to balance every single time you find yourself unmotivated, um, you know, just discouraged if you find your patients are being tested, having that brand heritage, understanding your true why is where you will find your balance. Now, the next element is your brand messaging. And that is when you're going to take the essence of your brand, the journey you took to the solution you're providing, and you're going to connect it to your audience in a way, in a narrative where you will have an, the ability to sort of tell the story 
of your brand and meet people where they are so that they can connect with that story at any given point in the story. The value of knowing who you are and developing that personal brand makes it so much easier for you to do things like create presentations, um, come up with articles on the fly. I just recently did an article for a magazine. She told me she wanted a 350 word article and she told me two days prior. And with client work, a family, my own stuff that I'm launching, that could have been a missed opportunity because I, if I didn't have my brand developed in such a way that I could just, you know, pop something off quickly, I would have probably missed the boat on that opportunity because I would have said no. I would have felt the pressure of trying to get it done. And I would have felt like I had to do all these different things before I could get it to her. But because I have developed my brand narrative and I know exactly what it is I am doing, I understand it. I I could speak about it like with no notes at all, which is what I'm doing right now. Um, it was very easy for me to really have a you know a good idea of the concept I wanted to approach it with and with like all the knowledge I have I was able to just kind of jot down a, a basic overview and then go in and fill in with statistical data it took me hardly no time to do it all so that you so I have a message it's an overall theme it's like it's it's repetitive and I and I know what I'm saying I know that my overall message for my brand is to really help People and businesses um, look really good to those that they are trying to attract. And it's a way to help them engage more. It's a way to help them make increased conversions because now they are really reaching the right people. So I know that that's what my overall message is. And so now I can wrap a narrative in just about any set of circumstances around that message and relate to my audience, resonate with their challenges based on the story I'm providing because now I can meet them where they are. So again, the value of developing a personal brand is not just about the images you use and the and the captions you write or the the um, videos you produce, it's having a strategy for those things and understanding how it all relates to your audience. So now the personal brand is one of the entities that is necessary to develop their relationship. The other entity is your actual customer base. And so that is why you need to define your audience because you're not talking to everyone. You're talking to that one person that represents your customer target base, okay? So those are the two people in this relationship entity as you begin to grow and attract and engage and convert your audience. So your personal brand is really the foundational element of your brand identity. It is what is going to help you ensure your vision, your marketing vision is executed almost perfectly every single time because no matter who you give the assignment to to do your marketing, you have a very well packaged brand identity that can be used to execute the strategy or the campaign that you are developing. So I know I took a lot of time really understanding trying to show you my idea of what personal branding was um, because I feel like it's really important. So now I want to walk you through very briefly my own journey and how I became the personal branding expert and the authentic marketing queen. Um, and um, hopefully you will find yourself in my story. Okay, so here it goes. It started with an epiphany. It started with me 
not being happy in a place in my life and feeling like I was less than, feeling like I um, really didn't have a voice, feeling um, like I had no value at all and lost. I felt lost. And, and this is coming from someone who was recently, I was recently um, married. I had a college degree, all the things that supposedly define me being on the right track towards success. Okay. But I was not feeling that my husband had recently been laid off and we had found ourselves in a city that I dare not mention the name. That's how much I dislike it. (laughs) But I found myself in this city where I was just unhappy. And no matter which way I turned, I was getting the same response. Just, you know, be still, just wait, you know, just kind of like see what happens, just see what God has for you. And I hated that. I did not want to hear that. I wanted change. And finally, I called my pastor. I was driving down the road. I had twin girls and a, and a, and a baby. And I was riding down the road in this city that shall remain nameless. And I called my pastor and I was just like done, like fed up. I was sick of it. I didn't know how I was going to go on with this. I did not like where I was. I did not like the people. I did not like the grass even. And I told my pastor that I called him here back in Texas. And I said, listen, I am unhappy. I do not like this place. I don't like anything about it. I don't like the streets. I don't like the trees. I don't like the grass. I literally said all those things. And Like he was the third person that said to me, Andrea, sometimes God just wants us to be still. Sometimes he wants us to just relax and let him do his thing. And he also said to me in a sermon prior to this, which was sort of the, the thing, the combination of these two things is sort of what kind of defined my epiphany. But he said in the sermon, he said, um, you know, Andrea, well, he didn't say it to me specifically, but he said it in the sermon. And he just said, when you find yourself unhappy with your spouse or what your spouse is doing and they aggravate you, he was like, look at yourself. He said, look in the mirror. He said, because I promise you, If you spend the time that is needed to fix the person you see in that mirror, you will not have time to worry about or concern yourself with what your spouse is or isn't doing. And that was so pivotal. It was such a transforming moment for me because what that said was, Andrea, look at you and fix you. And when I did that, guys, watch out because what? happened was I realized when I turn the light, the camera on myself and I started to fix me, I realized what my issues were, why I was being triggered by what my spouse was doing, where those things were coming from. And I just decided at that moment to just unpack my emotional bags really understanding where these things were coming from, why I was having these challenges, why I was feeling this way, all of that, where it came from. And the the conclusion of that was when I realized I was an adult and as long as I could deal with the consequences of my actions, I could do whatever 
I wanted to do. And that, my friend, was extremely powerful. It was so freeing because then I was able to let go of other people's junk. I took all of that stuff out of my bag and I just symbolically gave it back to the people that gave it to me. And I began to repack my emotional bag with things that I knew were true about me. And doing that, guys, is exactly what gave me the certainty. It helped me define the values. It helped me determine the way I wanted to be treated and the way I and the expectations I had of the way people um, operated around me and the expectations I had on other people to be in my circle. Basically, that's what that that's what that activity did for me. Now, how does that translate into a personal brand and why is why is my story important? Well, because what I learned, we're going to fast forward a little bit to a a chamber meeting I was attending years ago and from that moment when the pastor said all that I had my degree in marketing by the time I got to the point when we were in this city that shall remain nameless and I just couldn't stand it anymore and I called my pastor I was I had already been a licensed cosmetologist and worked in that for a few years but now I was in this city And I did not want to get my cosmetology license in that city because I didn't like the city. Um, I did not have the ability to go get a job in my field in marketing because I had three small children. So I was a stay at home mom. And so I needed to find something that would help me really feel value in my life and feel like I was contributing. Now, to this point, I've had a couple of businesses. I was a lot, you know, I had my salon area. I had been um, doing uh, marketing strategies for nonprofits and small businesses with the company I called the Butterfly Marketing Group. And then I had moved to this city. Well, I met a wonderful lady who introduced me to Premier Designs Jewelry. Holly it was awesome. I actually started selling it. I sold Premier Designs Jewelry for six years and I fell in love with the idea of helping women look and feel their best. Now, I want you to listen to how my journey happened and I want you to see exactly that there were various elements of it and different stops on my journey. So first, I got my marketing degree. Second, I was a licensed cosmetologist and now I am helping women look and feel their best with jewelry from there. God blessed us and took us out of that city and got us back to Texas. And I continued to sell jewelry for six years. And then I started doing women's consignment. And then I started doing women's wardrobe styling. And then I started doing fashion styling with wardrobe, uh, with uh, fashion shows and styling some celebrities here in the area. Then I realized that, you know, there had to be more. There was more. I wanted more. Now, what I want you to recognize from my journey here is that the overall theme of my business still stands. I want to help people make themselves look nice to those they want to attract. I do that with marketing. I did that with hair. I did that with uh, Premier Designs Jewelry. 
I did that with fashion styling and wardrobe styling in my consignment shop. So the theme of what I love, the messaging of what I love has not changed. So I want to talk to you a little bit about the first thing I learned, and that is don't be afraid to try. If you have an idea for your business or an idea to scale an existing business, flush it out. Do your research, define your audience and get to work because you are denying people the benefit of your awesomeness, of your value, of your superpower. The other thing is don't be afraid to trust your gut. Now, if I would have let, you know, the naysayers, which let me get to the naysayer story really quickly. So I was doing all these things and I happened to be at this chamber meeting with one of my girlfriends and someone else at that meeting who also shall remain nameless. She made a comment because she knew that I sold Premier Designs jewelry, but I had transformed, you know, I had, you know, pivoted my business into something else. And I was talking about that inside the chamber meeting. And so she says to my other friend who, you know, later on tells me what she said, she's never going to be successful if she can't decide what it is she wants to do. Okay. To my response was, don't hate me because I have tons of talents and you don't. (laughs) Honestly. So don't be afraid to trust your gut. If you know on the inside that everything you're doing has a theme, it is a, it's a running theme. It's a running thread. I call it your style thread. When you see this thread running through everything you're doing, don't let people keep you from moving forward in what it is you want to do. We're going to talk about that in a little bit when I get to the things to do. So don't be afraid to trust your gut, okay? That's why developing your personal brand is so important because when you have these people or when you when on the outside, it looks like you're crazy and you do, you're doing all these different things, you know on the inside that really you're not. Really, you're doing what you love doing. You're helping whatever that thing is for you. But for me, it was helping people look their best so they can attract those they're trying to attract. I was doing that the whole time. I was just doing it with different things. So I had to trust my gut and not be afraid, right? So when you're solid on your true why, there, you know, when you have those times of doubt with for yourself, because maybe someone said something to you or you feel like you're not getting traction in a certain area, when you have that doubt or when you feel unmotivated or discouraged because of those things, you can trust that deep down you you know what you're doing you you have a you've got a method to your madness and then also don't discount your perspective on things so here's the thing um this is another lesson that I learned because when I started doing personal branding and I got into the actual marketing space there was a period of time when I was very sort of um what do you say? I was, what is the word? I was intimidated. That's the word. I was intimidated by other people in my space. And I thought that, you know, no one's ever going to want to use me because she's so much better than, you know, she's got this, you know, multi-million dollar program. Why would someone listen to me talking about the same subject? Guys, you have your own perspective. That is another value of developing a personal brand because in that process, You know what your perspective is. No one can be you but you. Your stories, your influence, the experiences you've had, 
the perspective you've built around certain things. No one has that but you. So you shouldn't be concerned about what other people are doing in your space because their perspective is different from your perspective. So don't discount the way you are looking at a particular subject matter. Listen, I'm talking about marketing and a gazillion people talk about marketing. I'm talking about developing marketing strategies, but a gazillion people talk about developing marketing strategies. But guess what? No one has my story, the one I just told you about my pastor. No one has that story but me. And no one can share with you how that process, that that epiphany, how it affected me in my life and my business and how it has helped me, helped to transform me and help me do better business. No one can do that because I'm the only one with that perspective. So though someone else is doing marketing strategies and um, helping people with their social media, no one has a, the perspective I have on it. So the competition really isn't there. See, so you don't have to doubt yourself and you don't have to doubt your perspective. Okay. Now, the other thing with that is that imposter syndrome is real. And when we look at the success of other people, what we tend to do is think that they're better than us, or we think people like their services better, right? And sometimes we feel unqualified to be in the same space or intimidated, which is what I was just talking about by the competition. But your perspective is the one thing that makes you unique. It's one of the things. It's not the one thing, but it's one of the things. And when you're developing your personal brand, you learn about all the other things. But your perspective is one of the things that makes you unique. And so the thing is, those who resonate with your perspective will choose you over the next person every single time. When you tap into your personal brand and use it and leverage it across these platforms, what happens is... Pricing doesn't matter, right? Because if you like the person that's giving it, you don't have to worry about whether or not your material costs more than someone else's material or it's less or whatever, because they're not buying the thing. They're buying you. Again, yet another reason why having a solid personal brand as the foundation of your business is going to help you promote your products and services. So those are the things that you shouldn't do right? As you are promoting your business or you're building your business or you're scaling your business, don't be afraid to try. Don't be afraid to trust your gut and don't discount your perspective. Now, as I grew my business and I started working with people, one of the things that I saw was like a slow growth. And in that slow growth, I was thinking, wow, am I ever going to be successful? Is this ever going to get traction? Can you relate to that? I'm sure you can. Like, You just are in this thing. It's you, your head's down, you're working, you're seeing these people kind of doing these great things in their business and you're thinking, oh my gosh, is it ever going to happen? But the beauty of having a personal brand is that if you are doing it right, along the way, you've been sowing seeds. You have been planting your awesomeness in other people's yards and other people's ground Um, in their fields, and those seeds are going to grow and they're going to turn into beautiful business for you, but you have to have that consistency there. And that is, again, another great reason to have developed a personal brand because it brings with it consistency, right? First, it brings clarity 
in your overall brand heritage and where it comes from. And then it brings consistency. And in that consistency is where you are planting seeds in the fields of those who need your business. They may not, the the seeds may not germinate and grow as fast as you want them to, but I promise you they're going to grow. I can tell you that over the years, me sitting at my desk with my head down and creating this content and doing all these things and talking to these people and giving all this stuff away for free finally begins to grow and people start calling your number and asking for your help. People start referring you to other people because you've helped them for free and that person is going to pay you. So don't be discouraged. Just develop a personal brand so that you can plant your seeds and maintain consistency. So I want to talk about what to do, the things to do. Okay, and this is really from my own personal journey, and I wanted you to have the benefit of the things that I know work. And that first thing is do let the doubt fuel you. We talked about those naysayers, and I told you that I was going to come back to that. I want you to let that doubt in those naysayers be fuel for you to use your personal brand and your personal style to rock it and promote your business and get those clients and build your brand so that those naysayers will look at you and you'll be like Julia Roberts and pretty woman coming out of the boutique, looking at the salesperson who would not serve her the day before going, huh, don't you wish you'd have been nice to me before? (laughs) Absolutely. They will be looking at you with their mouths hung open Because it wasn't that you didn't know what you were doing. It wasn't that you were not consistent in growing your business, but it was that you had an overall message for your business and the passion that you had inside of you had to take its journey to its final destination. Now, the more you hear can't, I want you to use it to fuel your can-do attitude. That's what I want you to do because people are going to, they're going to have something to say. They are going to say what they're going to say, but do not let them sway you from being the awesome business owner that you can be. Okay. The next thing that I want you to do is to just get started first. Okay. Just do it. Just jump off the ledge. Just get started. Because the other thing I've learned is that as someone with a CEO mindset, which is what we need to have is a CEO mindset. And when you read about CEOs and leaders of businesses, they will tell you to test and get that out of the way quickly and learn whether or not the idea you have is a viable idea, if it's going to work. The faster you test that, the faster you know whether or not it's a yes or a no, and you can move on to the next thing. Do not be afraid of failure because with every failure, you're that much closer to the success you're looking for. So don't sit on the sidelines, but do go ahead and get started. And once you've gotten started and you're testing, if you start thinking in terms of being a tester, and not a failure, then you can review and adjust very quickly and move on to the next thing. So that is one of the biggest lessons I learned this year was, you know, in having a CEO mindset, 
um, is really transforming your mind and and to stop thinking in terms of success and failure, but start thinking in terms of testing, reviewing, and moving on or adjusting, testing, reviewing, and adjusting. When you start doing Facebook ads and things of that nature, you're not just going to do a Facebook ad and leave it. You're going to do a Facebook ad and you're going to look at it for a little bit and see what's working, see if it's resonating with your audience. And you may tweak it. You might you know, adjust who you're sending it to because those relevancy numbers are important and those click rates are important and the cost per click is important. And so you're going to tweak it. You're going to get it out there. You're going to test it and you're going to adjust it as, as necessary. So having a CEO mindset is so important for the growth of your business. And so that's the second thing. Just go ahead and get started. Just do that. And then once you've gotten started, then you can look back and you can review and adjust where is necessary. And then the last thing that I want you to do is to control your own narrative. I want you to tap into that epiphany moment, that personal journey to your solution. And I want you to look at it and take that overall message that we talked about earlier and chop it up into digestible content that is wrapped inside of a storyline for your audience so that they can connect with it in a way that's going to cause them to not only be attracted to you, but engage with you during that content and also possibly move on over to your DMs or into your email, asking for some help or, or clicking on your discovery call link so that you have an opportunity to convert them into a sale. So listen, I told you my story about personal branding and how it all came to be. But the overall message, guys, is marketing is essential to your business. And you are going to have a ton of people who are well qualified to manage your social media. They are going to be well qualified to create your graphics and edit your videos. And they will know exactly how to get that metadata on your website. But what they won't know, unless you tell them and are very specific about it, is what your brand identity is and how it connects to you and what narrative you want to go around the content that they are going to be sharing for you. And so that is why developing a personal brand is so important because When you leverage it, the leveraging of that brand is the packaging it up into a nice, neat little package and having the ability to share it with your creative team so that they will execute your vision to perfection. And this is important because when we work with these creatives, we can minimize the amount of tweaks and revisions, which in a lot of circumstances, in a lot of situations are extended costs. It's extra costs. And so your budget becomes affected because you are not clear on what it is you want. You are not consistent. And so what you get is not going to resonate because you're not consistent. Remember, you need to develop your brand identity to have the relationship with the customer persona you created. So That's it, guys. That is the end of this season, oh my gosh, of PB and Style. And I am so glad that I saved this particular podcast to the end because I think it's going to give you everything you need to get started with the new year. Oh my gosh, you're going to be able to 
take a break and really develop a personal brand for yourself. And then you will be able to create awesome campaigns for the beginning of the year. And I'm doing this at the end. Um, I'm doing this at the end of the year so that you have time to go ahead and start planning for 2021. Start getting your content strategy together, getting your 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 launches planned and doing it with your personal brand in mind, connecting with those creatives you need to help you fulfill your vision in a way that ensures it's executed perfectly. That is, I'm just so excited to see what happens, how this is going to play out for you. So please be sure to let me know, like tag me at AF Patrick on Instagram. If you've got a campaign running that you're using a personal brand you developed with, I want to hear about it. I want to see it. DM me and tell me if you are struggling because I would love to help you before the beginning of the year to get a, an amazing strategy put together for your business using a personal brand. If you're just tired of thinking about it and you're ready to be about it, let's go ahead and and, uh, grab the link to my personal branding course, BeFluence, where it'll help you actually develop your personal brand. But if you feel you already have a personal brand developed, then stay on the lookout for the Marketing Matrix Academy because... It's going to give you a brief overview of developing your personal brand. But at the end of that puppy, we are really creating campaigns that put that personal brand into action. So I am just looking forward to 2021, guys. It's going to be so much better than 2020. But I do feel blessed to be here in 2020. So I'm not going to discount it because God allowed me to see it through. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of PB and Style. Remember, it is the number one podcast for think-ups, startups, and scale-ups who want to use authentic marketing to grow their business. I think next year, in the next season, we're going to change that because I want to make sure I'm including those people who not only want to create authentic marketing strategies, but they want to be able to wrap that brand identity up in a nice little bow and send it to their creatives for executed, perfectly executed visions. So until the beginning of next season, guys, go out there, create those personal brands, and let's start making some awesomeness happen. Thanks for listening. Are you suffering from paralysis by analysis? Has the stress, fear, and overwhelm finally set in from being on the hamster wheel that is comparison? I get it. Distractions, frustrations, and self-doubt can get us and keep us stuck. My one-on-one coaching program helps you tap into your personal brand and then leverage it to increase engagement and conversion through my be-the-brand approach to strategic marketing. Get off the hamster wheel. Book a call with me today. Visit andreapatrick.com forward slash coach. Don't forget to join Andrea over on our website where all the deliciousness really happens at andreapatrick.com. You can also find her on Facebook at AF Patrick Consult, Twitter at Andrea F. Patrick, LinkedIn at AF Patrick, and Instagram at AF Patrick. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.